The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we're going to discuss five of the most powerful gods in Greek mythology. Gods so powerful that their powers often dwarfed those of the other deities in the Greek mythos. And just a quick comment before we get started, this list isn't ranked and is by no means comprehensive. So let us know in the comments who else you think deserved to be included. Certainly Hades could have been added, but we kept it to five. Let's get into it. Starting off our list is Atlas. Atlas's case for making this list is explained through the punishment he was saddled with when the Titans were finally defeated by the gods after 10 years of war. Unlike the other Titans that fought in the war, Atlas wasn't banished to Tartarus, the great cavernous abyss that existed beneath the earth. No, he was singled out and perpetually subjected to his own personal hell, which was to forever be the pillar that held up the heavens, stabilizing creation itself by keeping earth and sky separate. This, of course, begs the question, why was Atlas given special treatment? Well, the reason for this was that Atlas was an implacable force for the Titans, his leadership and battle prowess greatly bolstered the overall strength of his side. His presence, both as counselor and as warrior, was a core reason that the war between the gods and the titans extended into the protracted 10-year conflict that it was. When the gods finally won, their greatest adversary was condemned to suffer the greatest punishment. Atlas came to be defined by his unending plight. In this way, his constant, crushing burden associated him with endurance and resilience. But he wasn't all brawn, he was known as a wise man, and the art of astronomy, the tracking of the myriad of stars embedded in the firmament he pressed upwards, was said to come from him. At number two, we have Cronus. Cronus was the youngest of the 12 first generation titans. His mother, Gaia, the personification of the earth, was kept in constant agony by having her older children, the Cyclopes and Hecatonchores, trapped inside of her by her consort, Uranus, the personification of the sky, who was repulsed by his earlier children thinking them abominations that needed to be hidden away, which he did by pressing them back inside Gaia. This unbearable predicament was the catalyst that forced Gaia to turn to her children for help, beseeching them to rise up against their father. Only Cronus had the potency of character, a combination of audacity and ambition, to answer his mother's call. He lay in wait, stone sickle in hand, then ambushed his father, castrating him, casting the severed genitals into the sea. And so, Cronus deposed his own father, superseding him to become the new king of the cosmos, ushering in the era of Titan rule. Later, Cronus would swallow his children, one at a time as they were born, a preemptive effort to prevent his own usurpation at the hands of one of his children as he himself had done. But his efforts would be to no avail, and the drums of war would soon sound as the gods and titans laid waste to the surface of the earth as they fought for supremacy a conflict that would end badly for the Titans. The belligerents of their number heaved into Tartarus, sentenced to banishment forever. Coming in at number three is Poseidon. Poseidon, along with Hades, Hera, Demeter, and Hestia, was one of five children swallowed by Cronus, who did this to forestall his own downfall that was to be brought about by one of his children, an eventuality that had been carved in stone by the inexorable words of prophecy. After Zeus rescued his siblings by making Cronus disgorge them, the gods and the titans engaged in a ten-year war that reshaped the face of the earth. By the three Cyclopes, Poseidon was gifted a trident that bestowed him with the power to shake and sunder the earth, 
a power that would help control the seas. Once the Titans were defeated, Poseidon, Hades and Zeus drew lots to see how creation would be divided amongst them. To Poseidon went the seas, to Hades the underworld, and Zeus the heavens. As the lord of the seas, Poseidon controlled their waters, able to pacify them with placidity or create tempests that could rip sails off masts and splinter ships. As such, he was the patron god of any human pursuit that took people to his element. Navigation, fishing, maritime warfare, any who engaged in these activities were subject to the whim of Poseidon's will, which could be as capricious as the winds. He was also the lord of earthquakes. Fissures were sacred to him, monuments to his power, and anything equestrian was his province. Riding, racing, taming, training, and breeding, success in these were his to confer or withhold. At number 4 we have Uranus. Gaia independently produced three children, three aspects of the world. There were Uranus, the sky, Uria, the mountains, and Pontus, the sea. Gaia took Uranus as her consort, and many children came from their union. First, there were two trios of children, the one-eyed Cyclopes and the hundred-handed Hecatonchores. Uranus thought these first children an affront to some undisclosed, arbitrary, aesthetic standard, which must have been of superlative importance to him because it pushed him into a radical course of action, which was to keep his children trapped inside of Gaia, preventing them from being born. As we know from the Cronus entry, this is what led to his castration, a sort of gruesome and grotesque passing of the torch from father to son, with Cronus seizing the title of most powerful male deity and ruler of the cosmos. Uranus's severed sex fell into the sea, and the water churning about them began to foam, and from this foam emerged the goddess Aphrodite. At the same time, droplets of blood dripped from the disembodied genitals arcing through the air on their way towards a waterbound landing. They fell to the ground, wetting the earth, thereby impregnating it. From this blood-soaked union came the giants, a mortal race with godlike strength and endurance, and the Erinyes, spirits of vengeance, also known as the Furies. Following this, Uranus was, at times, the bearer of prophecy. One of these times was Gaia and Uranus revealing to their son Cronus that he was destined to be supplanted by one of his children, just as he had supplanted his own father. Wrapping up this list is Zeus. Zeus was the supreme god in Greek mythology. His was the highest seat in Olympus, the celestial abode of the gods. Wind, rain, lightning, thunder, these phenomena were his servants. Though the earth was too sacred for any god to claim as their own, leaving its domain to Gaia, mountains, being the geological feature that reached farthest up into the sky, were of special significance to Zeus. Zeus was undeniably powerful. He led the gods to victory in their war against the Titans. He led the gods to victory against the giant Uprising. And finally, he defeated Typhon, the most powerful monster in Greek mythology. Now, there are different lenses through which you can look at these accomplishments, and there are different versions, too. But regardless of this ambiguity, Zeus was a paragon of power. Cronus's attempt to swallow each of his children, imprisoning them inside himself, was thwarted when Zeus was whisked away and raised in secret. This was made possible when Cronus unwittingly swallowed a stone wrapped as a baby, thinking it his youngest son. Later, when the bloom of manhood was upon Zeus, he freed his siblings, then freed the Cyclopes and the Hecatonchores from the cavernous depths of Tartarus. The Cyclopes joined the war effort by forging awesome weapons for the gods. Zeus was gifted the Lightning Bolt, the most powerful weapon in Greek mythology, one that he would use to devastating effect, smiting his enemies as if he were a thousand storm incarnate. And that's it for this video. If you enjoyed the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. 
As always, leave your video suggestions down below.